Discover what's happening around our province with todayinbc.com. Sign up today to get the latest news right to your inbox and never miss the news that's important to you and your family. From community news in your neighborhood to what's happening in our province, your source for daily news is todayinbc.com. Enjoy an all-inclusive, luxurious resort lifestyle at Berwick Community's newest location, now underway in Parksville. Register at berwickretirement.com slash Parksville. Welcome to PQ Beat, a podcast of the Parksville Qualicum Beach News, the newspaper of record, both online and in print, for Parksville Qualicum Beach and the surrounding communities. Visit us online at pqbnews.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome to PQ Beat. I'm Philip Wolfe, editor of the Vancouver Island Free Daily and the PQB News. It's been a massive part of all of our lives for some time now. The ongoing COVID-19 pandemic has had an incalculable impact on the way we live, do business, and even connect with one another. But as vaccination numbers rise and restrictions ease, there now seems to be some light at the end of the tunnel. Here to talk about things from a medical perspective is the Medical Health Officer for Central Vancouver Island. Welcome back, Dr. Sandra Ellison. Oh, thank you very much, Philip. Thanks for inviting me this morning. When we last talked, you had recently taken on the role as the Medical Health Officer for the Central Island. In the ensuing months since, what are some of the biggest lessons that you've learned? It was really early in my time here when we spoke, and so I've gained a really great appreciation for the people um, that I care for on the island, an amazing sense of community, and really great collaborative partnerships that I've been able to participate in and just observe. The people on the island are extremely committed and dedicated to um, the health of their community, the health of their fellow community members and their families. I just want to, you know, really congratulate folks here for being able to uh, mind the orders. Our case rates are the lowest that they've been since before I started here, recently having uh, days when we've had no cases or just one case, which is remarkable. And further, on the island, amongst all age groups, we really do have the highest rates of vaccine uptake in the country at this moment. And so very proud to be part of the team here. My observations really give me hope that we will be building back better. What about some of the biggest challenges for you and other frontline workers during a pandemic? Wow, yeah, it's been a really busy time. All of us working just painstakingly long work days, you know, many of us just endless days. Uh, The demands on the team for the physicians and the nursing staff and the management are are remarkable. We've been able to respond, certainly uh, in a timely manner, to the cases as the case counts rose to their highest point of uh, around 70 to almost 80 cases in uh, mid-April. We feel that, you know, a small and mighty team was able to definitely respond to that. Personally, you know, just with that amount of workload, finding balance and trying to find that quiet time to maintain that balance and and a good frame of mind is always a challenge. But just recognizing that, like you said, a light at the end of the tunnel has been keeping us moving forward. For frontline workers, I'm absolutely without um, a doubt, uh, everybody is extremely committed and dedicated and working hard to maintain health services 
and respond to people at their most vulnerable moments um, with professionalism and compassion. But yet, I know the team is getting tired, and that is absolutely something we're seeing from many frontline workers, not just in the health system, but in other settings as well. So really, you know, kudos to everyone who has worked so hard to maintain that high level of professionalism, despite maybe some of the biggest challenges we've ever experienced. At the height of the case numbers or case loads, what was it like for those workers? Well, certainly in our public health area where we are managing the cases and contacts, we did have a sense of, uh, I would say, impending doom when we see the numbers just rising. Um, It was with great relief that we saw the numbers trailing down. In the acute care sites, um, as our numbers reached their highest times, that's where we did see more critical illness and more severe illness and hospitalizations happening, and that stressed our facilities as well. I think just in hindsight, uh, we never knew how high the peak would get, and we just realized we needed to keep our hands on the wheel and a steady grip and not, you know, lose our, our intention to provide excellent care. I think we got through the other side really well. In the community settings, frontline workers have been subject to much, I would even say abuse in our community, probably more so than in our health settings. And so in our grocery stores and in our other outlets and businesses, um, the community's tired, tired of some of the restrictions. And so really glad that we've seen a restart plan come from the province. Do you see morale improving? Absolutely. I think morale is definitely proportionate to the cases that we're experiencing. And even on the island, morale amongst community members improving with signs that there'll be relaxation of some of the orders, the loosening of some of the restrictions around personal gatherings where we can finally gather with friends and family who restore our health mentally and physically. And how would you say people have reacted as a whole to the restrictions, both at the height and now as they loosen a little bit? I've been really impressed with how responsive and responsible people on Vancouver Island and the islands that we serve are. I believe that almost everyone has been minding the public health orders as best they can and taking care to protect their health and the health of their neighbours. We do hear stories of conspiracy theorists and some doubt about the measures or the veracity of the pandemic itself. But for the most part, I believe that um, residents of the island health region are informed. Um, They're engaged in this response and have been working together brilliantly to get past this pandemic. We know with the relaxation, um, what we will, the transition towards our coronavirus response being more aligned with what we would do for seasonal influenza. And I think people will take some time to adjust to those You know, prior to a vaccine, we needed all of these extra measures. But now as we have a vaccinated population, we can normalize our response to these diseases. Um, The coronavirus now and any future diseases that we might be faced with. I would say that people on the island absolutely have been working hard um, to meet the restrictions. As the medical health officer, I'm responsible for compliance reports. We really have not experienced the number of complaints or issues that other regions have. Again, kudos to the residents of the island who saw and recognized the importance of the measures. And they lived up to their responsibility. That's why we're in such a good place now. 
one of the things for me that I knew the corner was turning, so to speak, was that it, it didn't bother me at all when people were walking against the arrows in the grocery store. Uh, as we ease back into what will be a new normal, what's the thing you're most looking forward to? Building back better or trying to establish services in a way that makes sense. So professionally, I am absolutely ready to focus on recovery and working with community to generate some really good initiatives to support wellness and community as we build back. We do recognize that we've invested an incredible amount of resources responding to the pandemic, yet we have really important issues at hand. The toxic drug crisis and the poisoning and the fatalities are at an all-time high. The coroner's report was released for April results just the other day, and we are seeing across the province of British Columbia six people a day dying from toxic drug poisoning. Within the region, our rates are higher than they've been before, and we have ongoing concern about how we respond. We think that some of the measures that we've implemented for the pandemic to ensure that we've got social distancing and not transmitting the virus so readily obviously has increased isolation and social isolation for individuals. And with the ongoing stigma related to drug use, individuals using alone and dying alone has reached an all-time high. Personally, sorry uh, to go from a really low note to a high note, I absolutely have been looking forward to exploring the islands. I've just recently gotten here and jumped right into a pandemic response. Being able to see friends and family just much like the rest of folks, I think everybody is looking forward to a hug from their mom, um, as are my, um, my moms in Manitoba. And at this time, they're experiencing some of the highest rates of severe disease and hospitalization in North America at times, and so obviously very worried about them. I think we've got a lot to look forward to as we ease into summer and we work on BC's restart plan. The more hugs, the better, I always say. How vigilant must we still all be with things like large gatherings uh, to continue moving forward and putting this behind us even further? We're all very cautiously optimistic around how the measures that we have in place can be released or relaxed. But we recognize that, you know, there were one case of influenza this year, very low numbers of influenza. And in past years, that was a incredibly worrisome to all of us. Our measures were very effective in reducing the spread of respiratory viruses, coronavirus for sure, and all other respiratory viruses. So I think we have a lot of amazing learning that we've gained that we can continue to use. For instance, understanding the importance of hand washing and staying home when you're sick. I think in the past, many people would still go out into public when they were feeling just mildly unwell. Um, maybe that will be a change that we'll see in the future and that will promote a, a healthier population if people aren't um, just spreading mild respiratory viruses by going to work when they're sick. I believe that the plan that's laid out for BC's restart and released just after the long weekend has excellent guidance in place for all aspects of our public lives and with respect to how vigilant must we still be, with the increasing rates of vaccination on the, um, on the island and across the country, I think that we will see a return to more normal activity. But as I mentioned, those effective measures that curtail the spread of influenza, you may see some of those things tailing on into the new year. Final word on that is yet to come based on our experience and just really acknowledging that this is very dynamic 
and our response is based on what we see on a day-to-day -day basis in our practice as well as the evidence generated from other areas. I also think that as we head into fall and everybody wants to see a more normal life in, into the new school year and the new business year, um, we will see cases um, arise again, but we'll need to think of it more like influenza, that we will respond to those cases as they come up for severe respiratory illness, but we will expect some general circulation of coronavirus in our community, and hopefully um, through ongoing efforts to immunize the population, we'll, receive, we'll, we'll reach a level of population immunity that will really just stop the spread of coronavirus, but it will take some time. Referencing the restart and things that we're all excited about, how important is it for the general public to see things like businesses open and sporting groups playing games and things along those lines? Absolutely. Our business, sustainability, and the economic well-being of our community is foundational. Certainly for some people, sporting events are very important, and I understand uh, the Habs will be playing the Jets, and that's an interesting piece for me because being a Manitoban, I'm really uh, interested to see where they go. Uh, we know that by September, we expect sports and other activities like that to return to normal sporting competition. So we do see opportunity for those leisure activities like sports and professional sports to be returning to normal. And I think that that's something that people um, are looking forward to. You mentioned you were hoping to explore the island a little bit. Do you have any specific set plans for the summer? I know that there's a few favorite places that I want to go see, but it might be dependent on when they're open. And certainly just taking the afternoons to drive around and soak up some of the amazing environment on the island, uh, recognizing that um, we're on the traditional territory here in Nanaimo, the Nanaimo people, really trying to appreciate the land and maybe even having some vacation time and some relatives visiting. That would be really nice. Dr. Allison, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you very much. Enjoy your summer. That's this edition of PQ Beat, produced by the Parksville Qualicum Beach News. Thank you for joining us. If you have suggestions for topics or guests, we would like to hear from you. You'll find our contact information on our website, pqbnews.com. Brought to you by Berwick Community's newest location, underway in Parksville. Enjoy an unparalleled standard of living with all of the comforts of home and so much more. Register at berwickretirement.com slash Parksville.